Welcome back, everybody. This is episode six of the J-Ball and Madams Sports and Lifestyle Podcast. We are going to be talking some social media trends in the music industry today. I know Drake just dropped a new mixtape, but we got some special guest Max Green here today. What's up, bro? What's going on? How you doing? I'm just trying to live my best quarantine life, you know what I mean? No, it's crazy what's going on. <laughs> I know, dude. And we also have special guest Mike Muter, who's been making music since 2017. I know his shit's pretty fire. What's up, Muter? Yeah, I'm just chilling, man. How are you? Dude, I'm just chilling as well, trying to... Living, living this quarantine life. <laughs> yeah, just trying to vibe <laughs> out, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's... All right, so the first question we got today, I'm actually going to direct to Max. Um, I know you follow, like, the YouTube and vlog and, like, TikTok scene a lot, and, like, Nelk Boys, David Dobrik and whatnot. I was wondering if you actually had a favorite creator and what is something they did, like, better than everybody else? I mean, shit. I think right now Nelk is really taking over the scene. You know, they have really – you know, they're trying to drive themselves to where they're going to be on their own platform just because YouTube's not letting them keep their content up. Yeah, the censorship and shit. It's crazy. And, like, they're the only ones that are still really making content in this quarantine. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, David Dobrik hasn't posted a video in mad long. I mean, he just recently did one, but, like, he usually posts, like, every week. Yeah. Like, now it's, like, every, like, couple months. And, like, you can see how it's just affected everything. People are just getting bored and weird. Like... Dude, really I think weird. I think my favorite Nelk video is the one you showed me where they go to the Eastview and Marketplace Mall and get kicked out. That shit, dude, that's crazy. crazy. Just because like that's here in Rochester and like no, really. that happened here and like I know kids that like witnessed that. Uh -huh. Like that shit was crazy. <laughs> like, what what is something that you from. think that Nelk Boys kind of does better than everybody else? Uh, I mean. Prank wise, their pranks are legit. Like that's the one thing that really, you know, like a huge trend on YouTube was fake pranks and all this fake prank shit. And I mean, they've always just done real pranks, and that's why they stood out to be, you know, one of the best content wise. And that's what they focus on too is their content. You know, they got a whole camera crew and everything now. It's not just three guys anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a whole operation. I got you. Uh, M2, do you have a favorite creator kind of bursting out of the scene? Sheesh. Uh, I have to go with Max on that. Nelk boys. Bro. Yeah. Those guys are crazy. Like, I just, I just started getting into them uh, probably like two months ago. I'm already hooked to them. I watch all their videos. They're insane, bro. <laughs> it's funny as fuck when they like pop into a Zoom call and start like harassing the teacher. No, yeah. <laughs> Bro, yeah, that's, like, one of the things they've been doing lately, and that shit is hilarious. <laughs> like, All they right. had the one kid that was literally, like, pooping on the camera. It was like, what, do you, what is going on? Dude, what do you do if you're a teacher in that scenario? Do you just, like, ignore it, or you just, like, scream at him? No, I, I think know. that's honestly the funniest part is watching the teachers figure out, like, it takes them mad long to figure out how to, you know, like, literally like kick them out of the group the zoom meetings and shit it's so funny all right um next question we got today is for m2 um what kind of inspired you to make music or is this kind of something that you knew you'd do your whole life that's the thing uh like before i started making music i never wanted to make music like that wasn't my thing like really? i never 
had in my mind like oh yeah I'm gonna be a rapper or anything like that and I kind of just was literally at the studio one day just recorded the song released it a few days later and it got a good buzz like people were actually messing with this I'm like mm-hmm. jeez I could actually keep this up and now we're here man <laughs> I got you <laughs> I got career. you um you could kind of answer this in one of two ways if who is your ideal person to make a song with? This can be someone that you have made a song with before or someone you kind of have your sights set on for the future. Uh, my ideal. Or like, who do you think you kind of like collab really well with? Oh, uh, Tyrek. Me yeah. And, come on. Anytime, anytime me and him lock in, it's the connection is there. Like there's no arguing. It's just, Sometimes we don't even have anything planned. We just mm-hmm. go in and just magic happens. Got you. Yeah, that's my guy. Anytime, anytime I need someone for a track or I'm like, yeah, he sounds good on this. It mm-hmm. just gets done. It goes perfect. I really think you guys snapped in my life now. And I know Tyree's <laughs> kind of got like a unique sound to him. I think you guys yeah, do really yeah. work well together. Got little contrasting styles. But <laughs> all right, um, Mooter, who's your favorite artist in the world? I know you're a big Tyler the Creator guy. <laughs> Jeez. That's that's my guy. I'm definitely my favorite artist in the world, for sure. Him. Yeah, for sure. He's been my guy since I was like twelve. Got you. What does he kind of do better than other artists? Bro, he's just like like you can see it. He's literally himself like the guy's a millionaire and stays true to himself he's not trying he's not trying to do stuff for a buzz to get the public eye to be in the news outlets like when it when he's not dropping music do you ever hear his name like he's just low living his actual life like he got you yeah like he's just himself and i love that like he stays true to himself he doesn't let this record deal or hollywood stuff get to him that's why i love him yeah i definitely agree it's kind of hard to find the balance between like trying to go viral and then like letting your craft speak for itself so it is refreshing to see some artists kind of like let their craft speak for themselves it's dope all right um i'm gonna do this one to maxi or both you guys can answer this actually uh drake just dropped dark lake dark lane demo tapes uh what are you guys thoughts on that that boy Drizzy. I mean, bro, Drake's Drake. That's how I look at him now. Like, you know, Drake's gotten to a point where, you know, Drake's here. Like, Not he's yet. always been just crazy with his shit. And I mean, I don't know. I like it. You know, I was a little disappointed with the Cardi song. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I was disappointed <laughs> by Cardi. No cap. But. Bro, because I mean, you when you see that in like as a song name, you're like, oh, whoa. Know. I know. And it, it's just, it, I feel like it was hyped up, honestly. I don't know. I'm not the biggest Drake person, you mm-hmm. know, just because he's mainstream. That's how I look at him, you know. Drake's kind of, yeah, Drake's kind of that guy. You don't, you don't, like, same with Max was saying, I'm nowhere near the biggest Drake fan, but, like, you're going to listen to it. <laughs> like, it's Drake. Definitely. Like, he's just there. Like, he's just that guy that, like, oh, Drake dropped? All right, let me give it a listen. Like, <laughs> yeah, nah, he's, he's that guy. He's at a level where he can do absolutely anything he wants to with music, 
anything. I respect it. Yeah. I feel like he Bro, doesn't I mean, even like promote half his shit and he's just kind of oh, yeah. like <laughs> just drop this tape and he's like, you know what? I know you guys are going to bump it. So here you go. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Drake, he's nothing compared to Uzi in my opinion lately. Really? I mean, Uzi top 35 songs on the top 100 mm-hmm. like during the, in the last two months. That's crazy. Dude, he did drop fucking back to back. Or he dropped the album yeah. and the deluxe album, so like that's pretty the much deluxe back was to back. like a ton of more songs too. Uh huh. I yeah, is I mean, do you? I'm gonna actually ask this to Mooder. I know Lil Baby kind of just did a deluxe thing. Like, what is the thought process behind dropping an album and then like a deluxe piece too? Yeah, uh, I understand why artists do it. It's like, say, if you have an, a project that you just dropped. All right, the bus for that is going up. The deluxe is basically like a, a reminder. Let's add a little more flavor to that album I just dropped. You feel me? So I understand. But what Uzi did, this man. <laughs> Only Uzi could do that. He dropped an game. album. And then the next week dropped a deluxe album with like 16 new songs like that. Artists usually wait like a, a month or two until the buzz dies down. But that man said, F it. Let me drop this right now. <laughs> I think the big thing with Uzi is too, is like, bro, there's, there's been snippets of the songs that were on that out no, for yeah. three years that like I've listened to. And like, it's just crazy that it's finally actually happening. You know, there's just people that live off the Uzi leaks and everything, and it's like it's a whole meme. I mean, at this no, point, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like, like that uh, that Uzi, the second Uzi project that dropped, there was like songs on there that I've literally been waiting for for like four years. Yeah, for years. And that feeling when you're just like, oh my god, it actually happened. Like you don't believe it. You're just like, am I dreaming right now? He actually dropped it. What? I thought he lost his song or something. So yeah, that's a good feeling. That's a really good feeling. Someone, someone stole it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of keep this music vibe going. Um, I'm gonna ask Max first, but Mooder can hop in after. If you could pick the next artist that you've been fucking with lately to blow up, like who do you think it's gonna be? I mean, blow up on what type of point? Because I mean, um, I'm like thinking someone like local you talking someone just around i'm thinking like i know you put me on to the kid Leroy kind of before he become like now isn't everyone's like tiktoks and shit but kind of like someone like that it could be someone that kid is that kid is just smart you know Mm -hmm. he picked to make a song about like the best tiktok dancer and that just fed like crazy amounts of like views and fame and like now everyone knows who he is because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was a genius idea. Like, yeah, that was And like for his age especially, like he's doing he's leading himself to, down like a great path. I mean, cuz he started out he was on tour with Juice and shit. Yeah. Man. Man. He's definitely he just... taking a very smart route. Like you have a what? His like first big song was with Tekka. Like that just shot him through the roof. Like, he's mm-hmm. definitely, he's definitely. And then you make a song about one of the, TikTok is basically, like, the biggest platform right now. Definitely. You make a song about, what, she's, like, a top three biggest TikToker? Yeah, like, Bro, yeah, bro. That, 
is very that that was a smart idea for him. Mm-hmm. Like he, yeah, that 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 set him up good. He's definitely gonna get buzzed from that. I mean, I definitely agree. He seems to be like knowing the landscape, and for what he's sixteen, fifteen, young. He's no, he yeah, knows yeah. kind of that TikTok is huge and it's only getting bigger every day, honestly. So like if he's appealing to this kind of younger fan base, I think it would, especially Tekka, you know what I mean? Like that's a really good idea. Let's yeah, take, I mean, Tekka's another person, bro. Like he's just, he's something else. I mean, I haven't been hearing too much from him recently, to be honest. That one, his latest song he dropped, uh, I think it's out of love or something. That shit mm-hmm. was crazy. He's got some gas on the cast box too. Yeah. So that's the, the little leap. <laughs> All right. So the next question we got prepared today is actually from Max. Um, I've been watching the Last Dance documentary on ESPN. It's kind of about Jordan's final season with the Bulls. And in last week's episode, they talked about how, like, the Jordan shoe was, like, the first big shoe in fashion. And kind of before that, people didn't even really look at shoes and be like, oh, that's something you can drip on, you know what I mean? Like, people just didn't really use it as a part of their wardrobe. Why do you think that, like, this Jordan shoe became the best selling in the world? And, like, how is it still relevant today? I mean, Jordan, so the Jordan shoe is really just a symbol of his legacy. That's how I look at it. You know, like, when you wear a Jordan shoe, like, you're representing him, what he, stand, what he stood for, what he still does stand for. And, I mean... It was the first basketball shoe, you know, like the first one that came out, it got banned, you know, and that was the huge hype around that because I think it was because of the colors because they had three different colors on the shoe and it didn't follow the rules for the shoes that they had. But I mean, Nike was going to pay him to wear it. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly yeah. sure the reasoning why it was banned, but I do know that that like skyrocketed his fame as soon as everyone heard it was banned, like they had to have it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just, it was really the big player, like, player model, you know, because, you know, now we got, you know, LeBron's, KD's, all that, mm-hmm. you know, Kobe's, um, you know, all that came after. But, you know, that was the first really big release of, you know, a player edition shoe. And they have so many different Jordans now. And, you know, he has his own, I mean, it's a huge corporation now. And, you know, yeah. That's his legacy, really, because, I mean, he went from, you know, getting the checks from them to now he writes checks. Mm-hmm. That was a big talk in it. And I think it's really cool, you know, to see that's what he left behind. I, I've i been thinking, like, it feels like every star player now is getting a shoe. Do you guys think that it's, like, too much, or do you like that? No, you got it, Max. All right. How I look at it, I mean – it's cool, you know, because, like, you might buy a shoe because that's your favorite player and stuff like that. But, you know, the difference between those their shoes and everything versus, you know, a Jordan is, you know, Jordan is Jordan. And, you know, these players might be good, but they're not as good as they're never going to be mm-hmm. Jordan. You know, he's known as the greatest ever. And, I mean, I don't know. You know, the whole retro aspect of Jordan, yeah. too. You know, how it's the, the older models that people really like and are more sought after. You know, that's part of the whole fashion thing is, you know, the vintage. The vintage. Old yeah. And how yeah, that dude. all ties in. I feel like that 90s, like the 80s, 90s Nike, early 2000s, like right now, like 
that shit just looks so cool. Like, I don't know. They should start oh, designing some stuff like that. All right. Uh, Mooter, I know you're a big uh, Raptors fan. And <laughs> I know Kawhi left probably hurt. But who do you think would be your favorite Raptor of all time? The only reason I ever became a Raptors fan is the only reason I – this is, to be honest with you, this is how I got big my, – my family, everyone around me, big basketball fans. Mm-hmm. But this is how I got into basketball. It was like 2K12, yeah. DeMar DeRozan. Ooh. His dunking ability, like in that game, that's what I love, the dunking. And, like, I became a huge fan of him. I wasn't – I didn't have an NBA team at the time. So, this, this unknown organization, none of my friends, no one I know is a fan of them. I'm like, yeah, this is my team. I like them. DeMar DeRozan was that guy. That, that's, that's, that's my favorite player of all time besides Kobe. And so, he led me to liking the Raptors. I like the duo between him and Terrence Ross during that mm-hmm. period of time. Mm-hmm. Those two were like my favorite basketball players. And then like, I start actually paying attention to the Raptors organization, watching their games and stuff. And like, I, bro, the love there, it's different. Like, mm-hmm. obviously you got the LA's and the Miami's and the New York's, but bro, like that Raptor love, that shit's different. Walking, Finding another Raptors fan is like finding your long lost brother or something. Like it, feels, it feels good knowing that, oh, you're a Raptors fan. And I know there's a lot of bandwagoners from us recently winning, you know, the chip. But nah, man. You got to be a true at heart Raptors fan. I feel you. Like- Rosen for sure is, that's my favorite guy. I'm sad he's not on the team anymore, but he'll forever that man leads – he has records for a lot of stuff mm-hmm. with the Raptors. The points leader, he's, he's – that's my guy. I respect him. That's definitely my favorite Raptor of all time. Yeah, I definitely agree that the DeRozan story is kind of cool. He was just a kid from Compton that went to USC, and he wasn't yeah, yeah. really, like, highly sought after coming out of high school. And even in the draft, like, I know he still went at first round, but the, the Raptors – I was reading some reports the other day that the Raptors were, like – trying to make it keep it low-key that, like, oh, we know this guy, Dermar DeRozan, is about to be so good, and they just didn't want to tell the whole league. So that's pretty no, cool. Yeah. No, I, honestly, I, I didn't expect you to say that. I'm so I'm happy that you kind of got, like, a, no, I, I a love throwback DeMar. player. DeMar's my guy. Yeah, he's not on the team anymore. He wasn't part of that championship run, but that'll forever be – he's the reason I – am a Raptors fan, so mm-hmm. I got to stay with him. That's my guy for sure. I got you. Um – Max, so I know you're a big Boston sports fan. Mooter was just talking about kind of DeRozan leaving the Raptors. Um, I know Brady and now Gronk are on the Buccaneers. Like, how does that make you feel, kind of being a Patriots fan your whole life? <laughs> Look, I mean, that's been my duo, too. You know, Gronk and Brady. You know, I got both their jerseys. I got posters I used to have in my old room. And, I mean, I was talking to you about that idea I had. Because, I mean, look, I'm still 100% Patriots fan. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. You know, I'm not going to bandwagon over to the Buccaneers. But I really feel like, you know, I'm still going to root for them as players. You know, I'd like to see what they do. Because, you know, if they do win, that'd be fucking – that'd be sick. That'd be honestly. crazy. 
Dude, I do know. I have family in Tampa, and my aunt was like, she's a big Bucks fan, and she always has been ever since they drafted Mike Evans. And I was texting her. I was like, yo, Brady to Evans connections about to be insane. And now that they have, like, literally one of the best tight ends ever, that's going to be insane. I don't know how Gronk's going to do just in terms, like, he took a year off and only had three touchdowns in his uh, final season. But I know he made a bunch of big plays in the playoffs. But I do think that the chemistry between – Brady and Gronk is going to be unmatched, especially in this time when there's like, with you got Corona, like, I don't know, people might not be able to link up and like do all their routes with new receivers before the season. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think a really big thing too, regarding that, that's really going to be a big change uh, is no Bill Belichick, you know, Mm -hmm. Brady Belichick, you know, it's going to be a different type of game for Brady and Gronk. I mean, it's a different, it's gonna be a different, completely different ran offense, and I mean, I'm I'm gonna, I'm curious to see you know what they're gonna do really chemistry wise and if it'll work or not. Got you, Mooter. In terms of like the music industry, um, I know you dropped Marilyn the other day. I know that video is in the works sometime soon. Uh, do yeah. you have like a potential project coming soon, or what's kind of on the agenda for you? Uh, as of right now, I'm just you know. It's a new year. I'm just working on releasing a bunch of singles, building up my empire, you know, getting my connects up, you know. But a project is definitely on the way. I'm uh, thinking of dropping it sometime this summer, Life of M2, feature mm-hmm. like eh, 10 to 15 songs. Yeah, that. but yeah, as of right now, I'm just working on, you know, get pushing this Maryland video off the way, probably drop a few more singles and then, yeah, for sure, a project this summer. How long is, like, your average process to record a single? Like, is it one day or is it, like, over uh, a week maybe? See, that's the th- – uh, I don't know if any other artists do this, but I do this thing where I will not – okay, now, it's sometimes, but, like, for, like, Marilyn, I literally wanted that song to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I – I'll – you know, get the beat from my producer. And then I'll just sit there all day working on that song. And then when it, when I feel like it's ready, I take it to the studio, record it. But then uh, other examples, like My Life Now, that song was not planned at all. Gotcha. Like we, we literally were at the studio. I had the beat. I put it on. 40 minutes later, boom. <laughs> that song's created. But like, so there, there's, there's times where I just go to the studio, put on the beat, and see what happens. And then there's times where, like Marilyn, I actually, I'm like, all right, I, I know what I'm trying to do with this song. Let me get my shit together and put in the work for it. I got you. So it kind of seems to be like a balance of whatever you're feeling. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's whatever I'm feeling at the time. Yeah. So, Muda, I know we're definitely excited for your album this summer. Um. Can you kind of like walk me through the process and like who's there and like maybe your I I don't want to make you pick a producer but some producers you worked with before <laughs> and like who's in your like team in the inner yeah. circle? Uh, man, with man, I gotta give a big shout out to my boy Fernudo. You know, he he's the man behind my life now. He's the man behind heart. He's the man behind a lot of my. He produces a lot of my music. I love his beats. Uh, 
you know, we have a very good chemistry. Dude, I'm, I'm going to have to meet that kid soon because it turns <laughs> out he goes to Penn State, and I didn't even know that. Until no, like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't know that until, like, I, don't, I think maybe two months ago, I knew that Fornuto made a lot of your beats. Like, I knew he was a McQuaid kid, but, like, that's crazy. I didn't know he went to the same school as me now. <laughs> He's a goat, man. But, nah, yeah. We have a good chemistry. He's my guy. He produces a lot for me. But uh, as of right now, it's just it's me behind the scenes, man. You feel me? Like, Got you. I am the guy. I don't have a – I'm not signed to a label. I'm not – I don't have, you know, a manager or anything like that. Like, it's, it's just me doing everything that I can for – obviously, I'm not going to – take all the credit there's people behind the scenes helping me shout out to tyler Formosa. he helps me with uh he helped he, he's my engineer that's where i go to record so he definitely helps me out a lot he helps me with cover art uh dano the kid he does he da, did a cover art for maryland he did the cover art for a uh, heart he did a few of my cover arts he so yeah I, there's definitely people behind the scenes helping me out so I, I I can't take all the credit. They're helping me get to where I need to be and push on to that next level. Got you. I, I had definitely heard the name Dano the Kid before. It's cool he's been helping you. I didn't know that. Nah, yeah, yeah. He, he's the homie. I respect him. Max, yeah, I know I I sold you those KDs back in the day. I was actually just talking to my cousin <laughs> that I wish I still had them. Um, back to the kind of the Jordan thing. Do you have, like, a favorite shoe? I know you have a couple pairs. Yeah, I mean, my favorite of the retros, for sure, are definitely ones and fours. Those, I think, are just the best looking, in my opinion. You know, ones especially for, you know, the nostalgia of what it is. You know, I got a pair of 94 Chicago ones, and that's probably my favorite pair of shoes I own. You know, blessed to be able to own a pair of those, too, especially for, you know, just a symbol of what they are. You know, his legacy, like I said, I think it's really dope representation. You know what I mean? Nah, yeah, what you think? That, nah, that's, that's dope because, like, because, like, that's before even our time. That's before we were even born. So the fact that you have a shoe that's, like, before your time, that's dope. Because it's actually from that era. It's from that era. Like, it's not a replica or a shoe that was just made. It's from that time. So that's dope, I like uh, Mooter, kind of to tap back into like that fashion concept. Are you someone that like tries to get that streetwear stuff, or are you just like kind of going with whatever you think is cool? Honest, eh, like yeah, I I I like I like the streetwear. I would say that's really what my fashion is, streetwear. But I, I, to me, it doesn't really matter. Like if I'm wearing like a high designer, because. I just, my outfits are like, I make them work. You feel me? Like I, I don't need a, I don't need a Gucci or Louis. Yeah. That stuff is definitely dope, but Mm -hmm. I don't need, I don't, I don't need that to complete my outfit. I can find some streetwear shit and make it look like that thousand dollar outfit. So that's really where I'm, that's, that's what I do. Well, a big thing I think is there's, Sorry to cut you out, Motor. There's a difference between, you know, you know, having all these different, you know, clothing items and like being able to wear them properly, like putting outfits together, like Motor. No, yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. No, yeah, I definitely agree. Like, yeah, there, there's some people that can literally have 
a guy can have like a million dollar shirt, but what is he going to wear with that million dollar shirt? Like, how is his outfit going to look? Then there's a guy that is wearing a one dollar shirt that looks like that million dollar shirt that will probably that can pull off a better outfit than that guy with the million dollars. So it's it's all it all depends on what you wear. Obviously, everyone has their own type of fashion. Like someone's not gonna like your outfit. Mm-hmm. Just just honestly wear what you think looks good. You feel me? Like don't go off what oh Kanye's Yeezys. Everyone has though. I need to wear those. Like nah, go for what you like. If you like if you like Yeezys, then hey, get Yeezys. But like, figure out your own identity. Get your wear what you want, not what everyone else is wearing. That's yeah. What, yeah, I agree with that. And I know I can't think of the kid's name who's been designing those Rochester hoodies. Oh that, yeah, AJ, that's what comes to, to mind. AJ. Who is it? AJ AJ Torrey. He's a good. Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Um, Atticus Toria Insta, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Ben. He's that's what I was Fairport. thinking. He's from Fairport. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking when it first, when you guys first were saying like, "Oh, it's about like putting an outfit together. It doesn't have to cost like a thousand dollars." You know what I mean? Like those are some of the most like unique and like dope sweatshirts. And the fact that he made like a limited quantity of those has made people want them even more. No, yeah, yeah. Those are for sure dope because like, like those those can be sold worldwide. But they, what they say on the front is what matters the most. It's Rochester. He's from Rochester. And the fact that he's letting you know, like, all right, yeah, you like this hoodie, but just know it says Rochester and you're going to represent Rochester. That's why I fuck with it. Because, like, mm-hmm. he, has, he has his own ideas. Like, the hoodie, his clothing, his clothing is definitely amazing. I love it all. Dude, it's that's sick. Absolutely dope. He's going to pop off soon. No, yeah, it's definitely the homie. All right, so we've been kind of hitting on the music. I'm curious to see, like, Max, who do you think your top five artists in the game right now are? I know that's kind of tough. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go one to five. Number one. In order? In order? Man, order is hard. Yeah, man. order's order. tough, dude. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was asking. Are you putting it in order? I don't think I can do that. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll say my top five people that I'm listening to and, like, really, like, that's who I'm, you know, when I hop in the car, who am I picking? And nah, yeah. Who am I listening to in my room when I'm doing my shenanigans? But I would go, shout out my son, NBA Youngboy. <laughs> the GOAT. Um, I'm going to go... Juice World, he's definitely one of my most influential rappers. R.I.P. Juice. Uh, Lil Tecca has been killing it. Gotta say, hmm. Bro, this is hard. I don't even like that. <laughs> Wait, what is that, three? That's three. Like your, your top five you're listening to now. Yeah. Um. Who else? Bro, I would probably have to go with I mean, the kid Leroy, he's been killing it, obviously, too. Um, and then Smokey Margiela. Really? I don't my son, yes. I've been listening to a lot of Smokey during quarantine. Is he the guy that's, why. like, took a flight to Memphis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, like, this little kid that, like, ASAP Rocky fucked with and, like, just kind of took under his wing and, like, really gave him a path. If I'm not mistaken, like, right? I, I like his sound. His sound is like, yeah, I fuck with it. I fuck with it a lot. M2, who's in your top five? 
Sheesh. Ah. Right now, uh, who I'm listening to right now, Gotta Throw. Obviously, there's not much new music out from him, yes. but I gotta throw Mr. Cardi in there mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> man, would you, yo, can we talk about that for a second? Would you, What'd you say? Did you like Matt Mooner? Uh, the beat was lovely. I oh, dude, that beat. beat was fire. Uh, uh, as a well, that's the thing with Cardi. I'm a I love Cardi, I'm a big, I'm a huge Cardi fan. Uh, that wasn't the single that I would have put out because from the leaks, he has over a thousand incredible, insane songs. But obviously, I don't know where like his route is when where he's dropping stuff. Uh, it wasn't the my favorite Cardi song, but it wasn't the worst. I would say it's not on my everyday listening, but. It, it wasn't, you know. I don't know. <laughs> I have to agree with you there. Like, I think when he's snapping on stuff like Die Lit and he's just not – I don't know. I don't like this full-on baby voice. Like, I don't care if it's, like, a minute in a song or, like, no, yeah, half yeah, a yeah, song. Yeah. I just, like, I don't know. Like, and Cardi that, can be so, so good, but I just – I hate the baby voice. No, yeah, that that's where that's where everyone was, like – what when that song dropped because come on he that's one guy that's one guy who literally never on social media you don't hear from him so like when you finally drop a song after like two years and that's what you put out obviously twitter conversation yeah obviously you're gonna get hate from it because everyone's been waiting for new music from you so it's like damn, man, that's that's the song you decided to put out when we've been living off leaks for the past two years? I mean, like, look, I love Cardi to death, but I mean, bro, I've gone to two different Cardi concerts. He didn't show up to either one. No. Twitter was there with me for one of them. We had meet and greet. We were going to meet Playboy Cardi. Was that the one with Tracy? No. Nah, nah, this is uh, uh, ASAP Bird. What was the tour called? I forgot. Turnt and Burnt, I think. Turnt and Burnt tour. <laughs> yeah. Where did you guys see Lil Tracy? Uh, that was uh, that was in Rochester. That was yeah. at, California uh, Brew House. Yeah, California Brew House. Right next that, to the Kodak building. Man, that wasn't even planned. That was literally like a... Bro, literally like five minutes, like a five-minute split decision. We're first, yeah. we're sitting in my room. Next thing you know, we're on Lil Tracy's tour bus. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, yeah, like with Big Head, like he's produced some of Lil Pump's biggest songs. I mean, he's worked with Keith, Tracy, obviously. No, yeah, that was definitely dope. Cause like one hour, we're just in your room, just sitting there. Then the next hour, we're fucking on Lil Tracy's tour bus, <laughs> just watching him play play two K and shit. So that's like wow. Today was a uh, really weird <laughs> all right Today Booter, um trying to find out your top five who else you got in there jeez uh, all right what'd i say all right, I said, I said just, cardi. Cardi, just cardi all right as i'm what i'm listening to right now uh cardi 
Man, I've been listening to a lot of Fabio Foreign. Not gonna lie. Fabio's been he's been he's been getting me turned in the room during this quarantine, you know. (laughs) I just watched an interview of him today and he was like, dude, he was like, Yeah, so what's it mean to go viral? And he's like, Oh, well, if you go viral, that's a movie, but it's a movie, that's also viral. And I was just like, What is going on? Uh yeah, so Cardi Fabio, if I got if I put Fabio, I got to put Pop Smoke in there. You feel mm-hmm. me? So I'll I'll throw R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. to the world, man. So Cardi Fabio, Pop Smoke, ah, uh, sheesh. This is a hard question. Uh, who have I been listening to? I've been listening to a lot of. Uh, I've been listening to Tekka. I'll put Tekka in there. Tekka, one more. Um, even though it's, I mean, it's not that old, but I've been, I'm still to this day bumping that Uzi album. So like, I literally was just listening to that a few hours ago. That, that being Kobe with Chief Keep, that song. That shit's (laughs) gas. Every day. So yeah, I'll throw, I'll put Uzi at the five. Yeah, for sure. Yo, shout out my son, Young Manny. He, uh. He's up, up and coming. Him and Zan Man, <laughs> I, I best duo. Out Shout there. out to them. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to them. Their music is a, uh, it's definitely different. It's like a playful trap, but it's it's catchy. Like their beats, they'll they'll literally make a song from like the iCarly intro and turn it into a beat, and it sounds insane. So I yeah, I definitely shout out to them. They're they're making music fun, like. Like there, it's it's a weird combination. They'll literally, it's literally like trap music. They'll talk about killing someone over an iCarly beat, and it's just, and it's just like that's actually fire, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, no, yeah, like it's fire as fuck. I fuck with it a lot. All right, I think that was money right there. Um, I just want to add this in, Lucas. Who is your favorite artist in the game right now? Uh, favorite artist in the game? No, mm-hmm. I gotta keep it with J Cole. Dreamville. Really? Everyone over at Dreamville, you know, I'm really messing with right now. Shout out JID and shout out uh, Cause. Dude, I kind of like forgot about them, yo. Like, I know when they dropped like shit like Under the Sun and all those songs last summer, like they were popping off. Yeah, the whole concept for that album to just like run out is like it was just this like big ass complex had like four days in it and they just invited mad artists mad producers and just chopped up it was like the documentary they had on it was amazing they showed like it was kind of cutthroat too because everyone there's like 50 artists there only like 20 songs on the album like do the math not everyone's gonna like you got to bring your a game and i think Mm -hmm. it really showed because all the verses were really well done i know yeah that that was definitely dope yeah uh and that's the thing i literally I'm not. I'm nowhere near a big J. Cole fan or Dreamville fan. But literally, I watched that doc documentary, and I became a fan because I'm like, "Whoa, this is actually cool." They're literally having studio sessions, inviting all these artists, and like, like you said, they have to bring their A game. And like, I I mess with that because like watching that documentary, I saw artists show up to the studio that weren't even on the album. So it's like you really have to bring your A game. Yeah, nah, that was a that was definitely a dope idea. I I like that a lot. That documentary they did, like, wasn't that album like 
all done in four days or something yeah, like they recorded, that. It was four studio sessions. I'm no, pretty sure. Four days. Yeah, that's, that's dope because like, and it's platinum. <laughs> like, yep. Artists spend, how you see how artists, they drop an album every two, three years. So they're literally taking two years, three years to work on 15, 20 songs. And for them to do that in four days and it becomes platinum, goes number one. That's, bro, that's what you call just, that's what you call just having that mojo. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that, that was definitely a dope idea. I, re- I like that a lot. That, I would I, love to be a part of something like that. Definitely. Do like, I think- just the, like, just the memories and everything. Like, to say that you were at the studio when that during those sessions or like all the crazy stuff that probably happened that's for sure dope i think i don't want to speak like off my ass here because i don't know all these kids but (laughs) i think it would be crazy if you did that with some of the rochester like you got tyrak maybe like Lil perko in there some other people max has showed me and you guys just pop in the studio that would come out with like i don't know eight songs would be crazy no yeah oh not for oh my god i would Man, you got me about to try and start one of those or something. <laughs> now, I actually, like, bro, that, like I said, I'm nowhere near a big J. Cole fan, anything, but I watched that documentary. I think it was on YouTube, and I'm just like, wow, like, this process, these studio sessions, all the memories that are probably being made, all so many different artists in one studio or sending their verses over, like, that's dope. I would love to do that because... There's a there's there's so many artists. There there's a new artist in Rochester every day. Literally, like every week there's a new artist coming out. And if we were able to just put like 15, 10 of us in one room and just sit there the whole day and record and build relationships, build chem build chemistry between all of us and see the sounds from all these different artists, that would be dope. And I think everyone in Rochester would love that. Dude, everyone definitely that's that something i'm looking forward to i'm kind of counting on you to do it now Hopefully no yeah that would be insane like imagine like a like a like a like a 10 artist like cypher just rochester artists mm-hmm. like i think everyone because because we're all we're all artists that are we all have the same goal we're trying mm-hmm. to make it big so all of us just on one cypher, just feeding off of each other, you know, like say if one artist is more known than the other and you get on the, you're all in that cypher and you're fucking snapping. His fans are going to be like, whoa, Mm -hmm. we need more music from those two. Mm -hmm. Why why haven't those two collaborated yet? So that's really dope. I think that's a, that's a smart idea. And I actually, damn, I want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, that's, I'd love that idea. Max, I actually got a question for you because you showed me some of the songs. Would you pick Dreamville or Jack Boys right now? Whew. Jack Boys. Really? No <laughs> cap. Gotta do what you gotta do, you know? I think that that Jack Boys tape was, like, good. I like the song with Pop a lot. I like the song with Shaq West where he's like, win, 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 win. Nice. How can I lose? Like that lose? was mad good. But nah, I think I mean the pop, the pop, bro. Gotti is crazy. Mm-hmm. Gotti is the that video too different. And like 
Shout out Entice Motorsports, one of my favorite car shops in LA. Uh, all their cars were used for, you know, that whole album, the album cover and everything, mm-hmm. videos. That nice yellow whip. And that's dope. That like it's all like these cool tuner cars that are you know getting shouted out in that way. I mean, go stream. You know, you know, go stream Maryland on Apple Music, Spotify, whatever. Panda, I don't care what you listen to it's on there i promise i got it on all streaming services yo also uh, mooter i'm gonna get you that anthony collin jersey once this oh my i can start God. ordering stuff from china like if it's only 15 i need it it's just gonna be gas <laughs> i need it now yeah he's definitely he was definitely the inspiration behind the cover art you know he's doing he did this thing at maryland so i had to give a big shout out to him i can't just make a song about maryland and not shout out someone that's getting buckets for them you know mm-hmm. but i mean i definitely appreciate appreciate you guys coming on today kind of talking the social media trends in the music industry we've been trying to kind of steer away from every podcast being sports to get some podcasts to kind of apply to everybody and i thought both of you did a great job today and i wanted to thank you for coming on for sure yeah, bro no problem. Thank, you. thank you for having us no problem no nah, no nah, yeah i appreciate Nah, this is dope man like getting be getting being able to talk about all these different topics, like we're all people that that are a part of the culture. You know, we lived it. We live these dated. We do everything, everything that all the social media sports, like it's our life. That's mm-hmm. what we do every day. So the fact that we're all able to talk about it, that's dope. You feel me? We know the people. We know they want this shit. Um, so we're gonna give it to them.